Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm here with Ethan. Hello. And Ricardo. Hi there. What I do, um, since, uh, as we've discussed on previous episodes, if you've, last week on the Pixel Podcast, um, if you've been paying attention, you'll notice that we're not in the same room anymore as we have been in previous episodes, but I still point at each of you two as if you were at the same seats that you would normally be. Oh, really? Across from me. We don't even helps, have video going. It helps. It helps me get in the zone. I need to. I need to get in a character. Okay. The, the character of Matt. Who is he? What does he want? He wants to point at his friends across inside, the table. Inside the podcaster studio. Mm-hmm. The what official, is your favorite curse word? The official podcast studio that we definitely um, normally use. Yep. Uh, uh we're, we're we're you know we're here on the Pixel Podcast. We just got through. A long trailer trash preview watching there, so stay yeah. tuned for that later, where you'll hear all our wonderful opinions. Because that's why you watch. That's why you listen to this show, of course. Wait, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah, I have turned on my video. Yeah, he's turned oh, on his video. I, I have oh not. I'm not been. I'm looking Capture, at the document. And so. he's he's just making weird faces. And the thing is, is I like shook my head at the screen as if he could see me too. Oh, hold on. But have to my audio devices. What the heck? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is he stopped oh, recording? Broke. Yeah, it broke. Oh no! Oh, wait, no, it's still going. Great. No, it's still going. It's still going. <laughs> uh, we'll we're good. We're good. It can't handle. There. It can't handle the video. It's the problem. Is the audio just <coughs> broke down? I think it's still going. Look at that bed. You haven't made that bed in weeks. I know. Uh, it's messy. My bed is behind me. It's totally not messy, and you can't see it. So I haven't you made my bed know. in weeks, but I am gonna tomorrow probably just change the sheets and. Listen, I read a report nice that because... making your bed also causes mold because it, you know, doesn't let that breathe as much. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it sounds like garbage. I read it once, and I'm just going to believe it. Well, I've, I well like I've it. read that making your bed is good for you because it kind of mentally gets your mind in shape for the day, so to speak. Well, like, man, you want. Your away. You got to choose one, mind or mold. Mind mind over mold. Mind. I'd rather not have mold. <laughs> Um, I know Mold well. He is my what, mortal enemy. What I would like is a beer. Oh, look, here's one right here. Wow. What How a surprise. Convenient. How convenient. I've got a... Uh, I'm, I, I see you two have... Well, Ricardo hasn't even entered his if you even have one at all. You two have slacked while I'm away. Apparently you thought it was an excuse not to drink beer every week. I'm going to make you drink. What? Drink every week. I, You're I, required. Eh. By part well, of this podcast, I'm drinking. Come over here and make me, bro. I want you come over here and I'll make you in two oh, weeks. Okay. In two All weeks, right. do that. Um, Eye of the Hawk Imperial Ale uh, is what I've been drinking. And uh, it's from Mendocino Brewing Company. Oh. From is that the U- same people who made Mendocino Farms? U- Ukiah, California. I don't know. I have no idea. Ukiah. It tastes like an Imperial Ale. I got this at Trader Joe's. And okay. I find that while none of the Trader Joe's beer tastes bad, or like I don't actively dislike it, none mm-hmm. of it ever stands out to me in yeah, a way. It's also yeah. unoff- unoffensive. It's very much like, oh, this is a lager. This is a, like, ale. This is a stout. And it's like, yep, that tastes like a stout. Yep, that tastes like an ale. 
Um, this totally. Is a little, this is like a little bit more hoppy. Slightly got a little bit of hop in there. Um, it's, it's an imperial ale, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, typically when you get a beer from Trader Joe's, it's going to be on the cheaper side. So yes, it in definitely a way, was you in a way you get what you pay for. But uh, with that said, they do they do sell like like Ballast Point, and they yeah, they, totally. they sell name recognized stuff at Trader Joe's. But I always want to get something different that I haven't tried before. So I grabbed this. It's got a cool picture of a hawk on the side. All of this, I, they had they had several of this company's um, stuff there, and they were all they were all named after birds. So they had one that was a red kite, and that was a red ale. Um, mm. And then they had a different one, but I can't remember what bird it was. But Did they have one that's called the dodo, but they discontinued it? Uh, I think they had a golden, a golden eagle. Um, and that was like eagle. a... Eagle! You know, like, like a pale or a lager. Yeah, I am not drinking anything today because, as you may have heard a couple times, me cough, I have been pretty sick for the last three days. So I figured it's probably not best for me to be consuming alcohol, but but uh, I that's I, when you gotta drink the most alcohol. Keep, you gotta get some whiskey down your throat, man. Keep in mind, burn that right out of there. I will definitely be back to it tomorrow and the Feel- next day and the next day likely, but and the not next day today and the next day and the next day and the next day. And I feel the like next day. I feel like Ethan's eyes are staring into my soul. I put his I put his camera on on the main screen and oh, I, have really? a very, I have a very large monitor and so it's just like the, it's just this giant staring right at me. Now he's doing it on purpose. Now he's eating his microphone in a phallic way. Moving so on. I microphone. Look, I ate some peach tea. It was good. You I mean, didn't eat some. some? I drank some peach tea. From <laughs> he, ate, he, ate, he ate a peach and drank some tea good. at the same time. He could, now eat, it's a, peach he, tea. He could eat, a, eat a peach for hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm run out of peach at some point. Oh, uh, you can't see my you can't see my face. You no, know, I have I have a laptop here that has a webcam too, so I could use that, and then you'd be able to see me as well. Unfortunately, I'm just going to put on a show for you guys. So. Well, that's not unfortunate at all. Hey. Uh. Let's let's move on to the part of the show where we talk about video games. Video you heard, games. You may have heard of them. I think they're pretty cool. I don't know about you two. Yeah. If you think they're cool or whatever. Uh, I'll go quickly <coughs> first because I haven't played. You two have played games that are worth talking longer about. Really? Um, well, I already talked about Danny Dungeon last week, and I gave, really? in my opinion, the best sales pitch ever, but neither of you played it, you jerks. I played part I downloaded of it. it. All right. Well, it's a great game. You should play it. Also, I got to the part Well, I decided it was a good enough game where I wanted to give the guy who made it some money and say it's a free game. And then, so there's a thing, because like, you do have like energy in the game, but there's a thing that's like, buy this, and you get unlimited energy forever. It's like eight yeah. bucks. And I was like, all right, that's, uh-huh. you know, this game's worth $8. I'll give him $8, and that'd be my purchase. And then it, the the thing that you you think that you like in the in-game store is called like Mamazon and it's like fake, you know, fake Amazon of course. Uh-huh. But then like someone shows up to deliver the package and this new this brand new music starts playing. It's like that's not in the other things that I played last week. And it's like <laughs> mama mamazon mama mamazon mama mamazon ma and it's like this mom shows up and she's like I'm mom from mamazon here's your package <laughs> and then it's like and, that's pretty and, good yeah and uh, the music was very good and I enjoyed that immensely the game's still good it's definitely you know a mobile game it's it's you know once you've seen the mechanics of it um, 
it, you know, it's a, it's more of that. But I really love how the story keeps unfolding and that the different weird crap keeps happening after you beat one or two levels. Like a new thing will happen, and it's pretty it's pretty dumb. It's pretty good. Played some more Pokemon Moon as well. Um, that game has like a lot more story than I thought. But I think I finally got to the part where it starts to be a Pokemon up. game. Shut yeah, up and let exactly. me play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let me play that game. Where it's like, I got the electric Pokemon inside my Pokedex now, which is uh, I don't know why they made that a thing. Like it's like that why they had to explain the Pokedex in that level, but like, they did, I guess. Whatever. See, I never oh, yeah. even played that far. Wow, so into it. Yeah, man, you, real, you how I, you've had that game for since Christmas? Yeah, I, I played it for like forty five minutes, and then I was like, "That's a cool game," and then never <laughs> played it again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll play. I'm gonna play more. I I think what I'm gonna try and do, which is something that's really hard for me to do in these kinds of like Pokemon or other similar games, is I'm not gonna grind. I'm gonna like. Uh, I'm good just, luck. I'm gonna try and like just go along and fight the trainers I fight, fight the Pokemon, the wild Pokemon that I fight. You know what I mean? Like catch some stuff, fight some stuff, but I'm not gonna try and like hang around an area for two hours just to level my dudes up past the point where they need to be you know I think that's a noble endeavor in theory but I can't imagine that working let's find <laughs> out we'll, we'll find, find out. out I'm sure on the next episode probably not that quite that far in but Pokemon meanwhile though Ethan you were playing Dark Souls last week I did how much further did you get in Dark Souls I think that was about it, because I think about as far as I think I quit playing right after that podcast. Cause I was like, if this game is gonna be as laggy as you guys say it's gonna be at Blight Town, because <coughs> like it kind of made me sick playing just that little bridge section that had bad frame rates. So I was like, eh, I maybe I'll start it again on PC at some point later because I hear obviously that one has just the power to run uh -huh. better, but uh, yeah, I, I I stopped playing Dark Souls, man. Oh no! So but, that means it's back to The Witcher because you can't buy any new games. Yep, that's true. Unless you have a gift card you got for Christmas, you have to <laughs> hold on to it. That's wait, that's breaking. Wait, that's breaking the rules. That's not true. I didn't spend a single cent that's on what it. I My budget has not been breaking the rules. Nah, I, that's breaking well, the rules. <laughs> well, I have not like, tell him that. That's, that you said you can't buy a new game. It doesn't matter how you... I didn't buy you, a new game. I didn't you take did. my checking account. It was <laughs> not affected. My credit card <laughs> was not affected. You did not write None a check. Of these are I did in fact, I earned money. I, I did not write money. a check for this game. Therefore, I have uh, not yeah, paid exactly. for it yet. I didn't pay for it. I just received a game. It's like a gift because no. I used a gift card. No, whatever. No. Boom. That's like saying, I bought this game in my credit card so i didn't buy it because it's like the credit card company bought it and i'm gonna pay them back but I, I don't have month. to pay anyone it's back like, it's because i got this game it's mine it's a gift is there a receipt for this game me. there's a receipt for this game isn't there is there? a receipt for this game yeah, you therefore you bought it it, right it was purchased it was a purchased game he's purchased the game to go get the receipt oh i'm still not looking at the purchased hangout thing with this gift card you could see the number right exactly here. yeah but i don't care it doesn't matter it's purchased it's still gift purchased. card if the gift card, you don't understand. You don't get it. <laughs> I don't get, <laughs> you don't, I don't understand this loophole. I don't he's get to work gift out. cards. Uh, what if I gave that gift card to someone? They you know what the I do get. You know what I do get. If I, you know, if I had a gift card, I would go get one dollar hamburger at McDonald's. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. That's pretty good. 
Well, actually, was, I went to GameStop, which I was expecting a bad experience, especially talking about the circle of life. Man, this guy yeah. was the best. He was the best. He was like, oh, man, you ready for some punishment, dude? I'm like, yeah, I guess. He's like, dude, I'll be honest, this game's really good. If you really like it and actually get really far in it, you got to get the DLC. Also, I haven't talked about the game I got yet. But <laughs> and I was no, like, yeah, this, man. this is just hyping the tension. This is just yeah. like, whoa, what, what game and did I'm you like, get? Oh, yeah, really? He's like, yeah, dude, here, give me a gift card. Okay, so I slide the gift card. He's like, hey, man, you want me to cash it out for you? I'm like, what? And he says, yeah, man, in California, any gift card under $10, you can cash out. If anyone gives you any lip, you can tell them it's bullshit, and you just ask for your damn money. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> give him my money. And he's like, here's like $3. And I was like, cool, thanks. Cause I don't, I'm not, what am I going to do $3 at GameStop? So, yeah. Um, that was cool. That was a really cool employee. I'm going to give him a good rating. I haven't said him a review yet, but whatever. You should. You should use that receipt that you got for that I'm purchase you made, for that purchase you made mm. in that game. Mm. What game was that? So, this game was uh, well, Bloodborne? I think game it was. Uh, yeah, maybe you've heard of. Runner up of Game of the Year for 2015? That came out? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was last year. Was it Runner up of Game of the Year? Yeah. Man, I'm surprised I was able to argue that <laughs> for two other people who hadn't played it, or actually three other people who hadn't played it yet. Yep. I think we let that one on there because, uh, actually, I don't know why, because I guess we just heard so many other good things about it, too. But, uh, yeah, picked up Bloodborne, man. Started playing it. Um, yeah, the good blood. Uh, died the a lot. Died, died a lot at the <laughs> beginning. I like how the beginning is just like, here's this go, fight this wolf thing. Uh, okay. Gonna, have you, no you, weapon. You just just try to, to hit die. it with your stupid... Do karate chops on it, and it just kills you. <laughs> yeah, the karate chops. Uh, it's so, weird. So then you go to the hunter's dream, and you get your stuff. So what weapon loadout? Actually, like, what uh, kind of backstory are you starting out with, and what I think loadout? the lone survivor. He has a lot of... Starts with okay. a lot of vitality. Oh, we're talking okay. about Mass Effect? I'm talking about Mass Effect, yes. yeah. Uh, I got the saw... I picked the saw blade. That yeah. is the Was correct choice. Yeah, it seems to be everyone seems to for the starting for the starting weapon. Yes, I mean you're gonna get a a new weapon, you know, relatively soon enough. Uh, But the thing is, is with not really with Bloodborne, you kind of can stick with one weapon throughout most of the game. You oh, sure you can a handful of weapons in that game. There's like a there's like a dozen and a half weapons probably. Yeah, it's not a lot. So I haven't even come. I just keep fortifying it and yeah, stick with that. I went yeah. with the hunter's axe like a big dummy, but the hunter's axe is. I think the hunter's axe is a good one too. The cane is the real weak one, which is a bummer because I think that's the coolest. That sounds like, cool. That's the like coolest that, weapon like, idea, but it's the it, cane. Doesn't what? really work as the well. The threaded cane. Um. So yeah, pick that and then pick the pistol, not the blunderbust, which I. Nah, I don't mind it because I can use it to pull enemies. The thing is, is the the thing with the pi- the pistol, which is um. Better than the blunderbuss is that it's quicker, so it's slightly easier to parry. Like to parry enemies, mm-hmm. and it also you can pull with it. So yeah, that's it doesn't cool. do like any damage. So I think it yeah, that's it's the like, problem. Eh, but whatever, it doesn't really do much damage uh, at all. Yeah, that game. Uh, like I thought it would be a lot more <laughs> of an aesthetic, and I thought it would be more into it, and that's completely true. Um, I like it a lot more than Dark Souls so far. I think, although the starting area is, like, ridiculously brutal because mm-hmm. you can't, well, you're not really supposed to level up until you beat the first boss, but, like, you can find the madman's knowledge and bust that open and actually open up, like, the leveling yeah. process, but that doesn't tell you that. So it's just like, hey, fight these, like, scary wolves, and then 
Oh, right, yeah, I forgot that at the very beginning, you can't, like, until you find Amendment's Knowledge or beat the boss, the first boss, you mm. can't. I think it's encounter the first boss. Yes, ever. you have I to think. gain. Oh, ba- really? Just encounter it? So yeah. basically what you have to do is yeah. you, have to, you have to gain one insight, and you gain an insight when you meet a boss or when you break it with Madman's Knowledge. Oh, okay. That's when, yeah. you, that's when you are first able to go to the Hunter well, Stream. Once I got the uh, Madman's Knowledge, I went to the Hunter Stream and leveled up and, uh, yeah, fortified my weapon and then uh, took a, died a lot at the boss. And then eventually it was like... Which boss is that? The Cleric oh. Beast. Cleric Beast. Right. Okay, that's not... The Cleric Beast is actually entirely optional. You don't have to it's, encounter it's it. Technically yeah. o- it's technically it's optional. Likely, it's the most likely it's boss for you to run into gonna first. It's going to be the but... one you're going to run into yeah. first, most, more than likely. And it's honestly the easiest, or far easier than who the tec- technically the first boss in the game is. See, yes. I had no problem with the first boss. Like, the technical first boss. So, Father, so Father Gascoigne? Father Gascoigne. Really? Yeah, you had no easy. problem with him? Because he's really? supposed to be one of the hardest he's... bosses in the whole game. I, I really? beat, yeah. I beat uh-huh. him, like, I think what? in, in Atrar well, 2, but he was tough. I first tried him. I didn't well, want to well, you, well, you also, I mean, like, you also leveled your <coughs> dude up a lot more than I think a lot of people did at that point. Maybe. How did you take him out? I, Literally I just don't remember because it wasn't memorable. Like, it was just like <laughs> I shot him and then... Hit him when he did his thing, and yeah. I didn't even use it because it was like a music box or whatever. I have that and didn't even use it. Cause I, I think, I mean, I, as with any Dark Souls game, I'm sure you'll find lots of people on the internet who will debate who the real hardest boss is. Yeah, I guess you that's know, true. But I think a lot of people consider that to be one of the hardest because it's very early in the game, and he's very fast. And a lot of Dark Souls and other, you know, like like the Cleric Beast is a giant creature that's very big, obviously, and can do a lot of damage, but he's slow, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Father Gascoigne just like just jumps on you and will like you know deal a ton of damage very quickly, um, and mm-hmm. block and parry your shots and things like that. So I think that's why he's considered hard, just because of that. Like he's very early in the game too, and you're not leveled up very high I guess in most cases. True. So I guess that's true. But you'll, um, I'm sure you'll find a boss that you find it to be way harder later. Yeah, on. the uh, next boss was it the one after in the old yarm? The guy was it, uh, the poison sick. Oh, so the the um, blood starved the blood starved beast the blood starved beast. Which oh, is yeah, also well, another option. So you're pretty you're pretty yeah, far. You're, you're trucking along. Yeah, yeah well. that's like that's like a ways in. Yeah, I I kind of played a lot of it. Uh, yeah, that's the last thing I did. Um, yeah, that one's hard too. That's a very difficult. That guy's balls. That's, that's man. where I. That's where I remember. I that's when Ricardo was streaming this game, and I was yeah. watching him play this on on stream. And I I watched him beat that. Dude, I watched you beat that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, eventually. And then I was but like, yeah, "Hey, he's... you should go to that place behind the church." Where you, <laughs> oh where you, yeah, you, that you was didn't no go fun. Before. That was no fun. Um, but yeah, cool. So um, so what what are kind of your likes and dislikes about this compared to what you were playing of Dark Souls? Honestly, the frame rate uh, <laughs> it runs it runs good. There's like a couple like minor slowdowns with nothing yeah. like insane like dropping down to like five frames a second or whatever. What about like the combat? Um, like how I it like compares? the combat a lot. I like the combat a lot more because I feel like it's a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, you can kind of not really be sloppy, but you can go a little bit faster through weaker mobs once you kind of know how they work. Um, because you can just slash a lot, and th- they, there's I, a lot of um, they could stagger a lot more. Uh-huh. I think the and I think the regain system in this actually helps it's with smart. that a lot. In yeah. that you can you can take a hit 
and not and not be the the end of the world. You can just get your health back if you're fast enough and yes, and if you're I aggressive like enough. A lot. Yeah, I really cool. I really love the uh, um, I really love the freaking story or like the the world building in yeah. in Bloodborne. It's, oh yeah, uh, I mean I, I like it. In, I like it in Dark Souls as well, but I mean. In Blood- Bloodborne's like right up my alley of like the gothic horror slash a little bit into like eldritch horror, especially later in the game. It just goes some really cool places. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Also, like just the way the architecture looks in the game is like amazing. Like just all little nooks and crannies you can see, and looking off in the distance, you see like yeah. all these like this city that's just impossible. It's just got you know, <coughs> spires yeah, on top it's... of spires uh-huh. on top of like churches and all sorts of like just ridiculous looking. It's like a madman decided to build some gothic architecture and go crazy with it. Yeah, and it's like, like all these coffins, like every, yeah. every, every single, you know, everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's just very interesting how they do a lot of environmental storytelling through like there's giant um, lycanthropes or like when you see all those crucified things, I'm like, I don't even know what those are. And I realize they're all lycanthropes that are like they're people changing into, yeah, people changing into them into beasts. And then you find these people who are like half turned into them, and they go and attack you. And then, yeah, like I mean, it's people. basically what Father Gascoigne is. Yes, well, even you can become that too, right? If you take the, uh, it's like some sort of well, yeah, the, or something. The, one of the um, things that you can get will give you like a beast power temporarily. Uh huh. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's blood. That's what the blood is. It's the, the old blood, the new blood, the pale blood, the pale blood, all the blood, 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 blood. blood. There's a lot uh, of blood in that game. You the get Paris covered is... in it. You 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 stab it into your, you your know, leg. into your leg to heal yourself. Yeah, you I stab love that guy. To make bullets out of blood. That oh, guy's yeah. video. Uh, who, who's that guy on uh, YouTube, Ricardo? That you really like? That does like breakdowns of the Dark Souls and uh, other Va- Vatividia? Yeah, he did a really. He does some really great videos on yeah. Bloodborne's uh, stuff. <coughs> Although you shouldn't watch them, Ethan, until you. Yeah, don't don't spoil yourself. Don't spoil yourself. Yeah, that's one thing. Is I'm trying not to spoil myself. I found some pretty good guides that were like. Hey, here's a spoiler-free guide on how to get started. So I read through that, and then it's like if you want to read farther, you can get more spoiled. And like I was like, Nah, I'm good. I don't. You I know which I... one is also great is uh, Matt Lee's is uh, like <laughs> yes. one diaries are really are really good. This is very spooky. <laughs> I don't I don't want to go in there. Oh, I think I'm gonna go do something else. <laughs> it is it is quite spooky. Like I mean, there's some this. I is it a lot spooky? Of these scary? Did you fight the pig? I fought the pig. I cheesed the did, pig. Did you fight did the you... pig and did you find the little the thing? Wait, no. It's not from the pig. It it's is if, from the pig. It, if you do something else first, you have yes. to... Don't, I'm not going to say... Well, who knows? Well, if you did, did I, well, I, I What? I killed the pig. I don't know. What have, you, have you talked well. to any NPCs yet Like that are yeah, friendly NPCs? Them. Okay. Alright. That's all. Okay, that's all I'm gonna ask. That's a, no, no well, I'm not. I'm out of that area. I'm not gonna go back to it. Like you will. I miss. Never. Oh. Uh-huh. I did give the little the brooch back, the jewel, for the little girl, and I'm like, oh, cool. Oh. What's this get me? It's just like, no, you just get a sad story. That's it. Yeah. Uh, what? what, what <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it. That's uh, the end of the story. Nothing else happens with that. You don't. Yeah. Nothing oh. else. Okay. Hmm, that's All interesting. Right. 
Yeah, so yeah, that's the thing about these games in 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 Dark Souls and Bloodborne is that you talk to NPCs once and they never nothing ever changes or happens that's different. Nope, nothing else. They, n- nothing different is in. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, okay. I'm glad you're having a good time. I would actually like to see you play a little bit. Yeah, of, this of actually this, would be but... very interesting to watch since you've done some other <coughs> streams. You gotta yeah, let me know. Coughing. I'm being affected don't, by the don't, beast blood. Don't, don't die. <laughs> Ricardo's yeah. gonna turn into a werewolf. I also just don't know where to go after this this big boss. Like I don't know what to do after the the last guy. I was like, the blood starved beast. Yeah, there's no like he's. It's because technically he's optional. You don't even have to go down there. Oh no! But 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 with, with that said, something stuff does happen after you beat. I think this is blood starved beast. Like. Stuff. Some stuff changes after you beat. No, it's yes. the one. It's the one in the temple that stuff changes after. I think it's the blood starved. Blood starved beast changes some stuff, but then there's like there's a there's a very main there's a big cutscene that happens after you do. You guys a are certain boss. NPCs in this game. Uh, no, no. If I, if we were cryptic to the NPCs out of this game, we'd do this. Something happens after you beat this boss. <laughs> why, are you, why are you out on a night like this? <laughs> You're a hunter, aren't you? A hunter. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> night of the hunt. Yeah, I unlocked the first. You do get the first. Uh, what do you call the cleric beast? You get the first chalice or whatever edge of the like. Whatever dungeon the oh chalice yeah the chalice dungeons, so so the which are like kind of roguelike not roguelike but kind of like well, yeah particularly so, generated so the ones that are made by the by from software have like story stuff in them not not story stuff but like world stuff it's like the in first them. eight or something like that it said yeah and then the, and then but then you can like put in a. Uh, you can put in a series of items to just randomly generate a, ran- a completely random dungeon if you want. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah, that man, that game good. is great, and I love its story, although I'll never play it because I don't like punishment in my video games. It's but... not, honestly, like, it's a tough game, but I, I think one thing I really like about these games is how far <coughs> they are in a lot of the ways. Totally. Like, anytime I mess up, I'm like, oh, well, I should have had, like, that corner opened up, or I shouldn't have moved so fast. I don't like know, man. Two times, so I've been like, "This is BS." I've been locked up against this thing, but like most of the time, it's all fair. And like, if I'm having trouble with something, you just go grind up some blood echoes and go fight it again. So, I like, don't know, man. I always re- just always remember this gif right here from when Vinny was playing Dark Souls, and I. <laughs> uh, if anyone just starts up Dark Souls Vinny gif, it should be the very first image that you pop up with, but. I'll pop it into the chat for you two to see. Um, the one that always strikes me is <laughs> as <laughs> the, the, these games totally have their fair share of BS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, but with that, that. <laughs> yeah, he could have avoided that. <laughs> that said, they are definitely they're definitely tough, but. Um, but not they're they're not so filled with that kind of BS that they they make the yeah, game yeah and you can always well. like and the, the nice thing I like the challenge of like oh, I gotta agree with your souls back it's like oh okay like uh, your blood 
Whatever. Echoes. echoes. Your blood All echoes. Same. No, it, same, they are yeah. they're blood echoes. They're very different. <coughs> and guys, also, can... I like the ability. What's up? I say I like the ability to switch your weapon out to make it long or short. Like that's oh a cool, yeah, the like, nice little thing. The, the, the trick weapon. attack is a neat mechanic where you can like parry and then shoot a dude is kind of an interesting mechanic as opposed to just blocking all the time like I seem to do in Dark Souls. The visceral um, attack is is so satisfying every time it is. You hit it's it. so hard to pull off but when you do it's like yeah. It has a very good sound. It has very good sound design. Very good sound Yeah and then just like how your guy's like arm becomes like all gnarled and shit while you just grab this guy and just rip at him with the, yeah. with the attack. It's cool. Anyway. But, yeah. oh, it's cool. I was gonna say the way to do that because I'm kind of weird on the as soon as you hear the ding you just hit the button right and he does it. What's up? Mm-hmm. Or do you have to be like certainly close like the ding when you do the correct parry? Uh, you, you have to be button? like within range and then okay, you that's why just I thought. hit him. Like you have a sometimes... you have like a second or two depending on the animation, but like yeah, you yeah. just not very long. I'm terrible at backstabs in that game. Like well, Ricardo, Ricardo, what game are you what game are you good at backstabs in? I would or... never. There's backstabs are not honorable. Oh, oh I, I would I see. never execute a backstab. But I would you call would you into one on one combat? But then would you toss somebody off a bridge? I would. That's I very would. honorable. <laughs> into a moat. Hey man. Into a moat. Hey, you that was a great have... video. If everyone should go, uh, everyone should go check out Ricardo's Twitter. Uh, It'll at be the pin Kiko, uh, at Kiko at Kiko there. underscore Mang. Should probably upload to YouTube, man. And put that, yeah, like, is yeah. that, like, speaking of streams, yeah. Ethan's playing Bloodborne, and I definitely want to watch him play that. I would definitely want to watch Ricardo play For Honor. Play For like, Honor. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. Honor is the game that came out Valentine's Day last week, and I have immediately fallen in love with it. Honestly, I really, 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 really like For Honor. Uh, this is a really fun game. Like, I played a little bit of the beta, of the open beta. And, um, you know, that gave me a little bit of the taste of what the multiplayer was going to be like. And obviously the multiplayer is pretty much where that game is at. But the, um, the full package of this game is just, it's, how is it's something. the, uh, how is the single player? The single player's, it, it, the single player's decent. Like, it is a really good way to get a foothold on the different, um, classes in the game a good way of getting like a foothold on the flow of combat and stuff because the ai is actually pretty decent in terms of being aggressive or using counters and stuff um it's just not necessary and it's actually like it's got decent production values in terms of the cutscenes and the voice acting and stuff but it's just not like you know the story is not anything that's like amazing or anything what you, can you mean a assume. story about a story about samurai vikings and knights all fighting yeah. each other isn't isn't <coughs> the best story yeah so i it's weird because how it's about like, how but seriously but, but like, what, like what what uh i know you just talked about it but like what, what do you think of the story like like have you played very far into it like is it is have you yeah. wanted to go into the story mode have you wanted to actually play that like yeah that i've um, there's three chapters um you start off in the knight chapter, move on to the viking chapter, and then end with the samurai. So I finished the knight chapter and about four missions into the viking chapter also. Um, the story mode, the thing the thing I appreciate about the story mode is it's, it's fun. It presents some scenarios that you're not going to get in the multiplayer. 
but mostly it's also kind of at least on the normal difficulty like it's just kind of easy so it's just kind of like a nice little distraction to get warmed up breeze through a couple of story missions and then jump into the multiplayer so the uh the story is essentially there was all three of these kind of warrior caste societies for some reason exist at on like in the same time on at a certain time when this great cataclysm happened which drove them all kind of into conflict with all three of them uh like for centuries but now is a time of like kind of uh docility and peace uh except that there's this knight commander of this legion called the Blackstones who is like uh fuck that peace is for suckers we need to <laughs> we need to get we need to, we need to like forge reforge the world in the natural order of things and that's by separating the prey from the predators and so i'm going to freaking lead my Blackstones across like all this land and we're going to find, like, the strongest warriors, and we're going to essentially reforge society. She's not really that nice of a lady, if you can imagine, and is kind of the antagonist, but you're sort of also, like... Yeah, as a knight's at least, fighting. You're work- yeah, you're working for her. Yeah, like, so, um... Yeah, her na- the So she's a Polyon, that's her name. Uh, she, like, conscripts you as the warden into, um into the the Blackstones in the night chapter. And that's kind of like the night chapter is you kind of finding out, hey, wait a minute, this lady who was, like, obsessed with, like, oh, we have to show them who the real wolves are and, you know, what kind of animal waits to be slaughtered? Sheep! So these guys who just were waiting for their execution, we're going to kill them, but these guys who try to fight us and stop us from executing them... We're going to conscript them. And you're like, that's kind of weird. Why are we doing this? <laughs> <clears throat> and then so like, and then the Viking chapter moves on and your play is like an upstart Viking who's kind of trying to reforge the Viking clans who had been scattered by the Blackstone Legion and stuff like that. And obviously I don't know what the Samurai chapter is about, but like, it's decent. Like it's decent stuff. I bet stuff. it's about honor. I bet it has a lot to do with honor. Probably. Probably. I, yeah, well, I will say what I have heard is that the story is more engaging than you'd expect it to be. Definitely. For what this this game was very definitely pitched <coughs> as a multi, as a multiplayer game, mm. and and like the, the initial story pitch was just like, what if Vikings fought samurai? And then it's like it sounds like at least they've put more effort into making these. The single player missions are not just the multiplayer maps, correct? No, they are, like, definitely. They actually like full on their own yeah. thing. And again, like you'll do stuff in this in the single player where you won't that you won't do in the multiplayer. Like there was an on rails like horseback segment in the in the single player. There was also this segment where one of the bosses had like a wolf entourage that you had to fight alongside also dueling this one guy. So like it's uh Interesting scenarios like that kind of mix it up and cool. make it stand out from the that multiplayer. That sounds, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that sounds like maybe that's not the reason you buy the game, but that still sounds like it's a cool thing they put the effort into actually making it its own, you know, thing. Absolutely. But the multiplayer is definitely where it's, where it's at. Like, sure. this, this game's, 
I just having so much fun playing the multiplayer. It's uh, it's definitely again takes it's it's a bit of a a learning curve, and you will run into specifically early scenarios where you're real caught way out of position and then you're fighting two guys at once and you don't know how to fight two guys at once in the beginning kind of so you're like you're feeling like it's unfair but you eventually uh you eventually uh like learn and you adapt and then you find your classes that you're good with and then you're you become a a useful cog in the in your your faction's war and that's kind of the actual thing that I didn't talk about last week is the kind of overarching meta game so on top of all the multiplayer maps and stuff and playing the multiplayer and the single player um there's an overworld map that is part of the multiplayer meta game in which um different territories are being contested by different factions and depending on whether you win multiplayer matches or and how well you do on them, you get a specific amount of war assets that you can deploy in these territories on this meta map. And this is shared across PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Oh, it's a shared map. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, huh. and so like the factions kind of like uh, so you're essentially trying to help your faction gain territories on this like constantly evolving and changing map and that actually causes subtle changes in the multiplayer maps just in the way that like say if a ter- if a map that takes place in a territory that's over in viking territory now suddenly got taken over by the samurai like the fixtures in that map will have gone from being like viking flavored to now samurai flavored so instead huh. of like you know, like, big shields and horns and, like, animal skulls and flags, like, being all over the place. Now there's, like, lanterns and, like, uh, I don't know, what other stereotypical samurai type stuff? <laughs> uh, uh, like, a, like, a, like a, a painting, like a... Yes, uh... oni masks and shit. I don't know. <laughs> but, but, uh um, Cliche stuff. Cliche stuff, because this game, that's what this game is. But, uh um, Yeah, like, like, my favorite thing about this game is that... Listen, I know it's a dumb game where samurai fight knights fight uh, Vikings, but the idea that every single person in Viking culture was a Viking warrior, and yes. every single person in knight culture was a knight that wore armor and fought, uh-huh. and every single person in samurai culture was a samurai. Uh-huh. All of them, all of Japan was samurais at one point. Yes. <laughs> and they all fought, and all of them had swords, and all of them wore masks and the armor and everything. That's the thing. It's <laughs> like, the game, the game suggests that that's exactly how it goes. Like, even if you're... There were no merchants, there were no fishers, there were no farmers. <laughs> even if you're not, no, like, one of the like, big hero units... You're still one of the like little minions, and you're a warrior, and that's all there is in this <laughs> world, essentially. Um, so yeah, that's kind of neat because like then the the war goes back and forth, and after a certain amount of rounds of like a a certain amount of weeks pass, depending on who has what areas, um, like rewards are dealt to the different factions and stuff. So that's kind of neat. Uh, 
I know it kind of, because of the scale of it, it kind of makes it feel at certain points like, well, what is this doing? This doesn't like what am my war assets that I'm deploying like does that really help all that much? But then it is kind of neat to see like uh like a territory where the knights have 50 per- like 51% and the vikings have 49% and you're like, "Oh shoot, that one's really close. I'm going to deploy my war assets." And then the next time you check on it, it's like, "Now we have 51% and they have 49%." And you just feel like, "Yeah, I did that." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I Again, that. <laughs> go to Ricardo's Twitter, watch the awesome play he made. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep chatting praise on that one, man. Like I as someone who plays Overwatch a lot, um, cause I mean, I don't, I, I play it every week, but I don't, at this point I don't talk about it anymore. Uh, but that is like seeing like good plays of a competitive online game is like, mm, oh, that's like <coughs> good stuff. Good stuff. That's, that's good yeah, stuff was, right um, there. I, it's funny cause I've watched that clip back a few times and I'm like, that was a stupid mistake. Oh, I should have died there. Oh, that was a dumb mistake. But, it, but you I didn't. somehow pulled, but you but didn't. I somehow pulled yeah. it off. Let's pull it off, man. You could, yeah, how, game, it's, it's a 4v4 game, right? Yes, 4v4. Yeah, so you killed three of the enemy team. You killed yeah, 75% three. of the enemy team. Yeah, yeah it was, uh... Yeah, it's it's really fun. It's a, it's a really great game. Uh, right now, like, I think Ethan, before we start recording, said, like, mentioned something about how he was thinking of whether he should get this or not. Like, well, he can't. Every time I see... He can't! The, yeah, I know, I can't. Oh, yeah, but, I forgot! Don't, I didn't You'll forget. find some loophole. No, I... Unless someone Again. gives it to me, there's no other loophole. I'm out of gift cards. Um, <laughs> yeah, if only I, you hadn't bought Bloodborne. Yeah. Ugh, old game, boring, whatever. Yeah, my gift card was only 25 <laughs> bucks, so it wasn't like I could get much else. Mm, um, yeah, so I was kind of curious about how this game actually... Like, I see how the game works. I see it. I see how you threw that man off the edge. I don't understand, like, what the combat is. Because there's like, a bunch of dudes just hitting each other. You get staggered, and then you hit him again. And it's like, okay, now is that guy died. There's a lot of bars and stuff. The game looks really complicated every time I see it. I don't, like, I hear there's different stances. And, like, what what's going on? Uh-huh. How does the game play? Like, okay. is it, like, a fighting game, kind of? I don't <clears throat> All right. I mean, like, with, to answer your first question, or uh, that this game looks really complicated, to a certain extent, it is. Um, okay. But it's more complicated. The, the basic the basic idea of it is that when a hero goes up against another hero, you can hold L two to go into a, like a lock on stance. Think of it like your lock on in a Bloodborne or okay. a Dark Souls. Okay. And from that stance, uh, from that mode, you now can do dodge rolls. You can do light swings and heavy swings. And the big important thing is is that depending on what three zones you have your your weapon held in depends on where you are attacking your enemy at and where you are guarding from you ha- to guard an enemy's attack you have to if they're attacking from your right si- on your right side you have to have your weapon held on that right side in order to block you'll block automatically everything from that's coming in from that side okay. as long as you have the, your guard up and if you attack, you will then be attacking from that side. Okay. So it becomes kind of like an idea of trying to probe people's defenses using those three zones and also specific attacks and stuff that you have as a, as whatever class you're playing as. So, for example, the Viking uh, Raider 
has if all you'll see it in the play that I do um has an unblockable big like 360 swing which is a very slow easy to stagger like move or easy to honestly dodge if you see it coming but you cannot block it so it's a good way that if you have the enemy down to a little bit of health or you have them cornered you just go for that big swing and you're gonna get the knockout like mm-hmm. every like almost every time okay and uh and then there's like guard breaks like for example when you throw when you throw a guy when you saw me throw that guy yeah it's because i successfully did a guard break that's if they're guarding you, you hit can, him with the guard like, hit him, yeah, and, they... and then that either opens them up for you to do a subsequent attack with your weapon, or if you hit the guard break again in a different direction, you'll throw them into that direction. Hmm. Which so... in that case throws people into pits. <clears throat> so it's kind of so it's really it's again it's like a big it's a lot of mind games. It's like a fighting game a lot of times in that because it's like if you sit back and you just guard the whole time, they're gonna rush in and guard break you and throw you somewhere. Right. And if you're near, if you haven't positioned yourself right, you get thrown into a pit. Or if you're, if you're being too aggressive, you're gonna run out of stamina, and then the guy's just gonna, the guy's just gonna, you know, essentially have his way with you. And if you go for a parry, but you're not timing it correctly, now you're just not guarding correctly, and hmm. it's just, it's a big, it's a big uh, juggling game. And then when you get like two on one, for example, like then it becomes a completely different game because you're still trying to guard the guy you're fighting against, but now you have another guy to deal with. And they've simplified it so that if you're getting attacked by multiple assailants, you only have to perfectly match the person you're locked onto. Uh Anybody else who's attacking you, you just have to match that side, left or right. So smart people who are teaming up against their people uh, who are teaming up against somebody will attack from two different sides. So it's almost impossible right. for that person to block, but you well, can, if you're a smart defender position yourself in a way that you only have to block one direction. Is you, there, is there friendly fire? Uh, there's yeah, friendly I, fire in that. that I, have, will, I haven't, I haven't been able to ascertain that by watching uh-huh. the There's friendly yet. fire in that you will stagger your friend if you hit them with your weapon, but you will not hurt them. You'll okay. just stagger them. But it also but that's a, a good defender tactic, yeah, too, right? It, I would presume, exactly. Right? I've had a million times where like I'm chasing down a guy and I'm about to swing, and then my friend like swings and knocks me off like my trajectory, and then the guy runs away and gets like to a safe point or gets to his where his friend is and now it's a two-on-one when we hmm. could have chased down the guy mm-hmm. so it's uh and that means that when you're getting double teamed that you can try and position yourself where exactly they so they're knocking themselves be... around and yeah. stuff yeah interesting it's it's a lot to think about a lot of it is certainly twitch and there have been certainly points where i do just swing wildly and get lucky and get get some get some good offense on the guy but for the most part but for the most part if you're going one on one with a guy the cooler head is always going to prevail the one who utilizes all their tools is going to be is going to prevail so that's why the four like the the 4v4 elimination matches and even like the 2v2 brawls and even one on one duel stuff is really cool in that game because it's cuz it feels very much like a fighting game in that you if you you practice good tactics and you're you're fundamentally sound you're gonna you're gonna do better more often yeah. than not hmm. i've i've heard um 
I've, I've heard from people who would who would know this kind of thing that the um, the actual physical, like the the level of detail in the game goes down to like the stances that the characters take with their weapons is is like accurate to the kind of defensive or offensive stances that you would like. It's not just like oh this looks cool that he's holding this weapon this way. Uh-huh. It, it actually it makes sense as like a as a sword fighting person. Uh-huh. Um, some podcast I listened to that was. Someone who's versed in 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 weapon combat, yeah, was I saying heard... that the actual the actual stances make like the actual feet position and the arm position and the way they're holding the weapon in the different stances actually kind of makes sense and is logical. Yeah, I had heard that. that the the that the basic concept even came from um, uh, stage combat, like the basic yes. combat, oh. uh, the basic way the the combat system works is based on like stage combat in that like. When you when you're fighting, when you're choreographing a fight to make it look like people are fighting, you have these different zones that you're attacking, like your opponent, but in this case, the other actor on, and it's like zone one, zone two, zone three, or whatever like that. So it's kind of based on that stuff, and also just certain things like how the knight warden has this long sword, and a lot of times they're like grabbing it by the blade and, like, swinging it with their, like, swinging the hilt around and stuff like that that just looks, like, really cool and gnarly in certain ways. Huh. Certain things like that. Yeah, it's 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 a cool game. It has a lot of little cool touches. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, the one thing I was going to tell Ethan in terms of buying it right now or, right, or, or not. I can't. Uh, anyway. I know he can't, but, but, but just people who are buying it. Right now, um... Although I have gone through stretches like of a couple hours with only like a disconnect here and there, there have been stretches of the game that have been like the matchmaking has been really messed up. So I think right now the servers are still trying to kind of like get a hundred percent functional. So it's not it's not for sure all the time. But... The the season pass of this game is also freaking forty dollars. That's, that's like a lot. that's like the same price as uh, Battlefield, which is probably wow. the worst. It's gonna get you. I mean, it's gonna get you six new heroes, six new outfits per hero. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. One Ooh. exclusive sunbeam effect for all emotes. Ah, yeah, uh, those, those effects and, are dumb. And thirty days of champion status. That's the thing is, right now I'm in champion status, and, and I'm guessing it might be three one of the... premium scavenger crates. Oh no! And crates. and seven day early access to each new hero. Dang! Oh my god! That's crazy. early access. Early access to new content later on. Forty bucks. Buy now. Available now. Uh, Please buy. I still don't say it. I still don't say it's worth. That's that's a lot of money. That's a Especially lot of money for a season pass. Because for example, premium crates, you can just buy those with steel. Just just play good and or, get steel or, and get your premium or, crates. Or or if you use real money, <gasps> you, could buy them, you could buy them don't. yourself. Don't yeah, don't do, do that. It. You could just buy them yourself. No, uh, don't ever do that. So that game's good. I'm, I'm the game's good. Curious to try it. Someday I'll have to, like, I want to, like, actually touch that game and try it. Because there was a beta weekend and I just missed it, but I feel like that would give me a lot more information on whether that game is for me. Because, you know, I love multiplayer games. I like especially unique takes on them, so, huh, let's see. I, I, found, I found myself increasingly drawn to smaller multiplayer games, too. 
Like a, a four on four situation sounds kind of fun, especially if you got a friend or two in that yeah. match. That sounds like a pretty good. <coughs> totally. Like right fun. now, I'm in the process of trying to get like the my roommate to get in and stuff like that. Mm, if your roommate gets it, but he, mm. uh, no, your your roommate only plays one game. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> he only plays The Last of Us. That's all he plays. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right, guys. It's, it's great. Great. Cool. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, we got to move on because it took a while already, and we're going to go. We've got a lot of a decent amount of news and quite a lot of trailer trash. So yes. let's move on to the news. The news. News. Is it good? Guys, we got a couple different Switch announcements here. First one being that your eShop purchases may possibly. <laughs> Perhaps, uh, by likely. chance, what? likely carry over, even though you is, even though previously Nintendo has only ever attached your purchases to the console before. Perhaps this time, maybe, 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 just maybe, they will t- attach it to your account. <coughs> yes, this is based on a an un, a, the recently posted. Switch unboxing video that I'm pretty sure that was like. So there's what, a there's a switch uh, there's a, there's a, there's a leaked switch Nintendo yes. has confirmed actually that's another story that I thought I you put say, on here but you didn't yeah. Nintendo has confirmed that some switches were stolen mm-hmm. and that the um, there have been several leaked the, videos on Reddit and other places get their stuff stolen like those Razer laptops were stolen at CES uh, yeah like, I mean there's a lot of thievery going on with there's the a, well there's a lot of hands touching those products at, at one point or another in the production line, right? Is putting them on trucks, moving <coughs> them on pe- you know, the the classic line, right? It fell off the truck. I mean, at some point, yep. it's kind of like some the stuff. idea, right? Like somebody's like, oops, this one didn't get on, un- un- this one didn't get un- unpacked when I went to the warehouse. This one just got left in my truck in the driver's seat. Yeah, that's true. Regardless, <laughs> we don't condone this based on no, but, one, of but... the, one of the leaks suggested from this caption that they that these items might be tied to your account. So, your Nintendo the 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 caption goes, your Nintendo account contains your Nintendo eShop purchase history and current balance. By relinking your Nintendo account after initializing the console, it will be possible to re-download any software or DLC purchased using that account. Software that has been discontinued mm-hmm. may not be available for re-download. In, in, in some, some cases. cases. Now, that one's interesting because usually, for the most part, Sony and Microsoft, if you've bought a thing, and Steam, if you've bought a thing <laughs> that's been removed from the store... You can still have You it. can still download it later. Um, but there have been some cases, even, I think, even with Steam, where it's like even that's not the case. So I'm sure just throwing that line in there for for additional, you know, covering their covering their ass kind of thing. PT. Uh, can't, yes, can't PT. That. That's yeah, true. Well, that wasn't, yeah, well, it wasn't a game. It was a teaser. It was a playable teaser. So yeah, you're right. It wasn't, it wasn't a game. Uh, <laughs> um, this is good news. Although I think Nintendo has almost had this basically in like they've been basically moving in this direction in in the most last year or two like the Wii U kind of has this when you relink your account it just seems so slow like it, it definitely it definitely is not no it's not as nearly as straightforward as the rest of all the situations are you know where you can just like you log in go to the store download your app again it's not that so it found it's found, 
finally seems like they've been getting their back end in line to work in with what this program is. Yes. Which is good. They should. It should have been that like that like five years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, at least they're finally doing it now. That was the only one worry is just that like they were still not going to understand how freaking stuff worked. But I guess hopefully this is a – like I'm not saying I, I forgive them of all problems, but at least, hey, that's <coughs> pointing them in the right – that's pointing in the right – Right direction, at least. Yeah. So, Indeed. other Nintendo Switch news is that something that we never discussed ourselves, but has been discussed before. Apparently, if well, it, it, the Nintendo Switch comes with I think thirty-two gigabytes yes. of internal storage. Thirty gigabytes internal. But it does mm-hmm. have a room for a micro SD card slot. Yes. Um, which you're probably going to want to use because. Um, while they had only previously announced that Legend of Zelda, for instance, takes up like 12 gigabytes of space, I think is what they mentioned, yeah. mm-hmm. or 15 or something like that, um, there are more games now that have full sizes announced for them, and it indicates that maybe you're going to want that additional storage probably pretty soon. Don't yeah, worry. So, Puyo, Puyo, yeah, the Breath, takes Breath of the, the Wild... Breath of the Wild is uh, 13.4 gigabytes, and apparently there's a 6.1 gigabyte uh, install for the Switch's operating system and other software. 4.6? 6. 6.1. 6.1, okay. 6.1. That's, um, that's not, I mean, that's about, that's not out of the ordinary for a modern Yeah. So, the, but, this po- but this Polygon article um, indicates that uh, Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2 is a 32 gigabyte download. So, <laughs> oh boy! So well, not only is that the entirety of the system memory, but if you even get rid of the 6.1 gigabytes for the Switch's operating system, you can't actually fit that onto I mean, the system yeah. properly. This is why I will continue to buy physical media for most of my Nintendo yeah. games for the foreseeable future. So, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy Breath of the Wild on a physical. <laughs> It's not disc, but it's, I'm gonna buy it on their on their card. Their, There's you know, the little... still a lot to be said about buying like a physical disc because you know I bought Bloodborne on a physical disc. I can let someone borrow that if they want to have it. You know, like mm. there's a lot of other advantages. Oh, because on PS4 you can share games just by handing it to someone. Yes, I saw a video about that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that feature. <laughs> Shuhei, uh, I've, that amazing uh, feature. Wait, who is it? Shuhei. Yeah, and uh, Adam Boys. And Adam yeah. Boys. <laughs> it's a freaking great video. It's yep. like how to share, like like a big title screen. How to share games on your PS4. When just, they just it's like, it to a... here you go. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was the year. Man, that that man. was the year Sony. Was that was the like year where Sony just rubbed fuck, it. They just yeah. rubbed it in Microsoft. They just big middle double middle fingers up at Microsoft. <laughs> the entire press conference and then they still managed to slip in oh by the way online's gonna cost money now oh by the way the console costs oh, much okay, and everyone's okay. everyone just like yeah 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 um, um yeah the, the, the games that i'm gonna download for this thing are like po po tetris which is one gigabyte fine yeah, super close exactly. 1.6 fine 6. perfect yeah. i have ordered i have ordered a 128 gigabyte micro sd card oh, and nice. it was like 35 dollars yeah that's not bad at all boohoo it's so nice they're not it's using not proprietary like uh and i can even use that sd card for other things if i change my mind later on you know what i mean i can put it in my camera or you know something like that so play a game on your camera i can play i can fucking load Puyo Puyo tetris on my camera 
There you go. That would be Poor great poison. sanity. Ethan's face is no longer on this no, Google Docs. Uh, I started, I started addressing, addressing, so I was like, eh, you guys don't want to see this. <laughs> wow. That's what, the reason. You said you are going to put on a show for us. See, in my, head, I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, he's turning it off because, like, it's... The bit is over. No, no, I thought it was just because, like, it's a bit. taking too much, like... Op- like bandwidth, on his, oh. yeah, bandwidth on his on his computer is doing something weird, so he's just gonna turn it off. That too. Um, did you guys watch the Nintendo Switch leak? Um, of like the OS, what the, what the operation yes. looks like. Something like that? I did. Not. I have not watched it yet. Oh. I did not want to get spoiled. Yeah, I'm gonna well, be. I'm gonna go I'll, in, I'll, and I'm gonna I'll, be. I'll let you know. There's not a lot going on it, which is really nice. It's not confusing at all. It's very simple. It's probably. Honestly, I probably prefer that. I, I don't do want a million billion apps on my freaking game console. It'd be console. cool to have I got, a couple I got an iPad. because it is a portable thing. But like, I it's fine. They're, just, they're starting off with a blank like, slate, and they can add. I feel more like they're going to have like Netflix. I'm, I'm I'm certain they'll have like Netflix and Hulu and all that junk eventually, right? If you want it, probably like, the 3ds. The 3ds has Netflix. Like, Remember when they were going to have 3D content on the 3ds? That was kind of. I'm never going to watch that. I watched Netflix on my 3ds a couple times. <laughs> Back when I didn't have a what? tablet. Yeah, I didn't have a tablet or anything else, so I was like, yeah, I'll watch it on this. I watched a couple episodes of something. I don't know. It wasn't the greatest. Um, anyway. Next story. Uh, PlayStation Now. More like PlayStation uh, Never Again. Oh, wait. PlayStation Only on PS4. Yes. Because the PlayStation, PS- PlayStation Now for PS3 and for PS Vita, <coughs> the you know PS Vita, one of Sony's most supported consoles that they've been, <laughs> they they're finally dropping support for. That I'm surprised, honestly. They they've they've thrown so much behind the PS Vita. I'm surprised they're pulling out at this point. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it crazy. seems like the they're pulling out the the nails for the coffin, and they're slowly putting that PlayStation Vita in that coffin. Them back in. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> they're well, opening no, the, I mean, the thing back is, up is like and... the Vita. I know to the small handful of people who have had who owned it was kind of like their. I play like this is where I play all my indie games and like where I play yeah. All, I mean, like, my... there are people on the internet. Some people who still say the Vita is great. It's not a uh-huh. bad console. Like it's a, it's the, got a beautiful my, screen. My response has always been like. The games are always available somewhere else, yeah. but not like, portably. Nothing is nothing is ex- whatever. I played Hotline. I played all of <laughs> I, Hotline Miami on that. I, and I prefer playing that. Really, I don't want to play those <coughs> games on a portable system. I don't want to play Hotline Miami. I don't want to play Roy Legacy. I don't want to play Darkest Dungeon on a portable screen. Like I just, I just nah. Well, that's your opinion, I played, man. I that's like your opinion, man. I. I the, the, yeah, that's actually problem, part of my problem with Pokemon is that the 3DS is uncomfortable to hold for long stretches of time. I don't have the XL. Not that XL, bro. Ex- feels good. Yeah, yeah the yeah, XL right. is way better. Yeah, but I definitely admit that um, the XL is a way more comfortable system to hold. But the the small, the normal one is like this is like not. Com- I I was like I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna play Pokemon for a little bit. I'm gonna play this game for like a couple hours. And I'm like after an hour of playing, I was like ah, my hands hurt. Well, this the Vita is, is at least pretty big, and I mean, I will. Yeah, it is a little bit more comfortable than the 3DS, but yeah. I have I a giant computer in front of me that can play all the same games that well, the Vita can play. You're not, sometimes you want to play a game not at your computer because you're not at your computer, and you're like, yeah, I got nothing. But to like, do. I'm always at my computer every day, <laughs> 24 hours. <laughs> every day, so, I sleep. I sleep here. Huh? This this is where I am. For for those perhaps not initiated, um, 
the PlayStation Now service is essentially a service where you can stream full games onto your onto your device and it used to be several devices but now it seems like it's going to be limited to essentially the PS4 and PC PS4 and PC yeah so um they're discontinuing the service a lot of on a lot of actually more than just the PlayStation, PlayStation 3 PlayStation 3 PlayStation Vita PlayStation TV all 2013 through 2015 Sony Bravia TV models, all Sony Blu-ray player models, and all Samsung TV models. The, the funny thing is, actually, honestly, is that I didn't know <coughs> those other could things even, yeah. could do that. That's actually really cool. I mean, it sucks that it's gone now, yeah. but I guess like that's actually really cool that those things, like a t- like the, the African Samsung TV. Could use PlayStation Now. That's actually kind of it, like it that, might that makes us. Let go. Go ahead. Well, before I was like, oh, PlayStation Now. It's like a cool thing that they have it, but like I don't need. Like, you know what I mean? I got PS3. Yeah. I don't really need it. Like, um, but to to think that like, oh, if you you didn't even pretend you didn't even own a game console, you had a Samsung TV, you could theoretically have been playing a bunch of PlayStation games at this point. That's kind of cool. They threw that in. It's a bummer that they're taking it out now, of course, but um, that's I'm sure you know technology moves on. They have to eventually drop support for these older devices. Yeah, that's the thing is keeping the support of like whoever owns the Samsung TVs. How many of those people actually use the now yeah, thing? Yeah, it's like exactly. Very specific. Yeah, totally, sure totally, totally, handful. totally. Um, and the Vita. As someone, as someone also... who works, as someone who works for a technology company who has to explain to customers. Every day, why their five-year-old device no longer <laughs> supports? <Yeah. laughs> like, well, like, there's another yeah. thing with the the other interesting thing about the Vita is PlayStation now requires a constant internet connection. If you are taking the Vita out and going to go do stuff with it, like you know, play it outside, you need 3G, you get places. a 3G model, get that 3G oh, I model. I guess you're right. You could get a 3G model, but can you? I, I can't imagine with AT&T. doing, doing Woo! 3G. AT and T. I'm sure it looks terrible. It runs bad, but. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that makes sense that they're kind of... Dis- even if they are supporting PlayStation Vita, which I kind of feel like they're not anymore, obviously, but, you know, this is one of those things where it's like, it didn't make sense for the Vita. It was cool, but it's like, eh. I don't know. I also in-home streamed Destiny a couple times. Wait, not Destiny. Shoot. Assassin's Creed, when I first got it, and was like, yeah, I can play this on my Vita. All right, this is dumb. I'm going to go play it on my TV. Cool. <laughs> uh, was that Black Flag? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, Black that? Flag. Well, the thing is that none of us take public transport to like work or whatever, so I don't, I don't have an opportunity to play mobile games. I'm like I'm I'm either at work where I'm working, or I'm at home where I have a big computer and a big game console that can play all the, you know, all the games, each of the nice games that I want to play. And so, like a mobile console is not as appealing as it used to be. Even with Pokemon Moon, which isn't on a you know another different console, I've still been like, ah, oh, this is not comfortable to play. This is the screen is too small, like stuff like that has been a bummer. So your Switch um, is never leaving its dock. Yeah, pretty. I mean, pretty much. Like, I mean, I might take it to work just to be like, hey guys, look at this. Let me show you this this cool thing. It's pretty cool, huh? And then like that that be it kind of thing. You know, like, I'm not gonna really play that on the go that much. It's really gonna be much more That's of true. a home console. True, true, for me. true. All right, what do we got next? Uh, next is Eric Wolpaw, writer for Portal and Left 4 Dead, has left Valve. <coughs> oh no! Which 
is a bummer, but not a surprise, if that makes sense, based on just, like, Valve's... Valve. Valve doesn't make games anymore. Yeah, sure. making games. I mean, I'm not... Yeah, exactly. It's not, a, it's not a surprise. Like, he is a sharp writer, and he has done a lot of sharp writing for Valve, and it's not a surprise that he has not really done... Like, I... I Valve's not making Half-Life 3, folks. Like what? not really. Like never? I no. No, they said they're making these three VR never. games or whatever. I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. But what happened to Gordon no. Freeman? No. What I think I think this Alice especially this this news especially put, puts the nail in the coffin for me because like he's a great writer and he's been involved in these like projects that have good writing in them. And like if Half Life Three still I mean Maybe he's already done the writing for Half-Life 3, you could argue, and they're still just going to make the game around it. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if there's a story-based game at Valve, Eric Wolpaw would be involved in it. And if he's leaving, it's because there's nothing for him to do or that he hasn't found any kind of challenge or, hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it also says here he co-wrote Psychonauts. Psychonauts, yes. Yeah, he was part of the, He was able to find the original... Currently involved in Psychonauts two as well. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, just... yeah. He got pulled. Like, like Gabe Newell and Valve are very just like, yeah, whatever, man. Just do like it doesn't matter if you work here or not. Just like, yeah, you can work, <coughs> work with other, other projects as long as you're not like directly competing with us. Yeah, by like, making like, games. Yeah, so he... <laughs> I mean, again, Valve doesn't make games. That's what I said. Yeah, <laughs> so by making it's games, not... it's not competing with them. It's not competing with them, so he, he they pulled him for Psychonauts too because he was part of that. He also used to write for GameSpot.com back in the day as well. Wow, Why? he wrote reviews. I could imagine. Um, was... those were very popular on GameSpot.com. Yeah, I feel like uh, it says at the bottom of this article too. Another high-profile writer, uh, Mark uh, Laidlaw, who wrote Half-Life games at Valve, left in 2016, which was last year. This so, is well, this is, I feel like, a thing of just, like, they don't make games. They, they, I mean, they make games, but they make, like, two games. They make Counter-Strike Go and make Dota. Yep. And neither of those games require writing. What are you talking about? Dota's got great writing. <laughs> Some people love it. <laughs> Dota's got great lore. And as much as I, I, I really love ga- Valve's games that have storylines in them, but I can bet those are probably less, 100% less profitable and take longer to make than the, the updates that to their existing <laughs> multiplayer games yeah. that they can do. So I feel like this is the final nail in the coffin of Half-Life 3. Is my personal opinion, but again, who I mean, knows? It's, it's certainly looking like that. If uh, that wasn't already, if, if if in your own mind it wasn't already, defi- you know, if that has already <coughs> passed, man. listeners out there, if you already hadn't thought that this was gone, I think it definitely is now. Don't stop believing. <laughs> Hold on to that feeling. Yeah, I give up. Uh, guys. Yes. We talked about PewDiePie last week. We did. Oh, God. I was already annoyed with how much we talked about him last week. Look, now we have to talk about the, him uh, again this update. week. I didn't add this story I did. on. I just, I figured we were done. No, I never we, asked for this. Did, I never asked for this. We did not this. update that even YouTube was like, all right, bro. 
We're not going to do that. Uh, what is that thing called? Uh, Scare PewDiePie Red. series. Antisemitism. Yes. Well, yeah, that no. was on exclusive to YouTube Red. Get your YouTube Red. Get your YouTube Red. Uh, yeah, so they canceled the second season and took them off uh, premium broadcasting or what is it? Premium like ad revenue thing. They have like a way to like <laughs> where you get like a dollar per ad instead of uh, one cent per yeah, ad. Yeah, a little bit more like they're a premium member because you bring in so much money. Um, yeah, but interesting enough, GTA, or G2A, that place that sells those shady kind of keys, well, at least I think they're kind of shady. Green Man Gaming? No, that's No, not one. Green Man Gaming, more shady than that. Uh, GTA. Yeah, GTA. I mean, Green Man Gaming's already a little bit shady. Kinda, not, not as much as G2A, which is literally reselling keys from random people who don't know where you get them from. Um, but yeah, they're, they have him as like a face. And they're like, no, nah, it's fine. We're going to keep him because he did a lot of good over the years despite, you know, this I, thing. And I'm like, eh, okay. I, I really, like, his freaking, like, half-apology apology was such freaking garbage. That's the thing. is like, yeah. I saw he made Not, a response. No, half-apology half is even I saw more he made a response, to him. and I didn't see anybody who watched it come out with him say like, them saying, like, he, he apologized. So it didn't seem like he did. No. So I just didn't feel the need to watch it because no, like, I yeah. didn't watch it either. But he like I've read, I've read, I've read, I've <laughs> read, you know, the quotes from it and things like that. I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm sorry people took it that way, but also it's everybody else's fault. Like, yeah, apparently, like, I, I, the crux I got of it is that he doesn't believe he should be held in terms of like the same light as as like a like a politician or something cuz he is a comedian or something like that I don't know okay he feel he felt like he was but you're, unfairly the problem with his jokes is they treated. don't they were just there to be like it's shocking but they weren't they weren't jokes and that's also like, the, that's part. the thing is yeah. they they weren't funny like they like i guess like okay unfunny jokes is not a reason to drop somebody but if they're offensive and unfunny, like, a company might not want to do business with you. Yeah, and that's like, just how it's going to be. Like, just deal with that fact. Like, if I was a spokesperson for my company, which is a major worldwide company, and I made a Jew joke, you can bet in a heartbeat my company would drop me. No matter how yes. many, like, no yes. matter how many, like, followers or, like, people thought I was cool beforehand, like... <laughs> like it wouldn't happen like and and the thing about jokes like you can make jokes about various races it it has happened in the past and i don't think that like media should be censored like again once again people claiming censorship on this don't understand the meaning of the word censorship uh-huh um as a very specific meaning which when the government comes in and blocks speech, which is not what's going on right here. What's going on right here is that a company like YouTube or like Disney says, wow, this person's making anti-Semitic jokes. We don't want to be associated with that person. Exactly. Like, that's, that's all they're saying. Yeah. Like, that person can still go make as much money as they want in any other place, <coughs> but that company's not going to pay for that anymore. Exactly. And that's all it's saying. And that person can t- continue to make all the jokes they want and speak as long as they want. And the nice thing about YouTube is that even though YouTube Red has dropped PewDiePie, he's still on YouTube. He can still post as many videos. He's got a bajillion million followers, and they all love him regardless of this stuff. Like most of his followers are still on board with him. 
Like these these jokes were from a while ago too. Yeah, I mean this is like, like the, if, if if anything, the thing that we didn't talk about last week is that YouTube and Disney were perfectly fine with this until it got Wall Street Journal attention. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's the real the real thing that it's, I saw on which Twitter. Which is where I can also kind of see where he's like, too. I'm blaming the media, but it's like. Yeah, but maybe you shouldn't have done it's that. It's kind of like sort of other recent events that we won't get yeah, into. Yeah, definitely. Perhaps it's, just it's a very political. Today yeah, about people finding out about one other terrible thing that somebody said in the game media. You mean related to game media and a person who has gotten public opinion, but has been involved in game, uh, in maybe, game controversies maybe in the past. A different person. Is he, is he a writer for Breitbart News? Oh, listen, oh you can yes. just say that about yes, yeah. You can just say yeah. there's always a thing with someone playing the but, media. But, but still, it's just the idea that, like, like these 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 big corporations actually – I take that back what I just said about how a big corporation will drop a person if they find it insulting. <laughs> a big corporation will drop a person if it gives them negative attention. Yes. Is the yeah. real thing. Is that, like, these – YouTube Red, YouTube – Google, what, Alphabet, whatever you want to call it, and Disney, and <laughs> just you know, saying words though. Maker Studios, they were all <coughs> perfectly fine with these terrible jokes. And again, I use the word joke loosely because I don't think they were even jokes. They were just like, what if I said a really offensive thing? Yeah. Didn't sh- like that's the joke. It's the Cards Against Humanity of jokes. Uh, the like they were totally fine with it. Until a major mes- uh, you know media outlet published a story about it, and then they were like, "Oh no, this is like bad for our image." Now we'll stop. N- n- yeah. Now we'll tell him to stop or 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 cancel his contract or whatever yeah. it might be. <clears throat> yeah, like it's perfectly fine while it's profitable for them, and until it actually causes them problems, then it's a yeah, a real problem. Indeed. Yes. Yep. 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 Uh, so, I feel like yes, yes, yes. I feel yes. like you know. He's gonna go on. He'll plenty, be fine. Yeah. plenty of other people. Plenty of his fans will go on thinking the world is against them. And he'll be fine because he'll make money anyway. It doesn't really matter. Like, he'll be okay. Whatever. If yeah, you really well, like him, I don't. Fine. I don't care. Like it's it, <laughs> the 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 bummer to me is that like he doesn't even re- like it. The the bummer to me is that I know somebody like this who fell into this this world this 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 like weird alt-right Gamergate world that I think that PewDiePie himself does not even associate with those kind of people, but he doesn't even realize he's feeding into that. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Like I, I know a person in real life that that, <coughs> well, that that fell into that kind of situation and it's like, yeah, this is totally cool. This is totally like, this is the right, this is the real justice. And I'm like, dude, like that couldn't even be farther from what's actually good. And what's actually yeah. The thing is, is if you don't at some point take responsibility with at least segments of your audience or certain content in the way that it's um, absorbed by your audience, then you you're you might as well be associating with them at a certain yeah, point. You know exactly. So that's. Hopefully the last we'll hear about I hope so. that. I th- yeah, yeah I, I hope probably so, for a while anyway. Like he'll probably say do something else and whatever, and something will spread up. But I think that's probably the end of this chapter of that guy for now. Uh, and if that's the end of the news, that can only mean one thing: that it's the time for trailer track. Gator, I've got the influenza, so I'm not gonna. 
doing my loud thing today. I gotta do. The Nazis got Ricardo's throat. <laughs> <laughs> them them neo Nazis got Ricardo. Beautify did nothing wrong. Get her done. All right, we got like a bajillion million trailers this week, Ethan. This is all <sighs> Ah, uh, yes, it was my fault. But hey, yeah, I added some good literally stuff in here. like half of. I li- added like literally half of them, and then another. I didn't add a single trailer, which normally is a bad thing, <coughs> but this week is a good thing. There's lots of good yeah, stuff, week, man. There's some good stuff here. There's some good stuff here. Ethan, go through go through the trailers for me. All I right, can't. so I'm still so sad about the last thing. So we got uh, Warhammer 40k Dawn of War three Prophecy of War trailer. That was one. Lot, it's, 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 it's both the dawn of the war and the prophecy of the war. And it's the third And there's dawn. a hammer involved with the war as well. 40,000 of them. This, uh, is scandalous, this, is scan- this is a scandalous story. Okay, so this is the <laughs> this new Gone of War game. It is showing the gameplay, kind of. But at least the feel of yeah, how the there's definitely is going to be. Gameplay in there. There's um, going to be lots of units, perhaps all of them. Lots of units. It's going for that original Dawn of War vibe with all the units. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That has some warg, some freaking some Eldar, some orcs. Yeah, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. It looks cool, man. Like the animations and stuff look really neat. Um, I mean, this is coming from Relic, the guys who made uh, Dawn of War two, obviously, and Company and Heroes, one. So, they made uh, Dawn of War one as well. They make one as well. Um, so they have a lot of experience in creating like individual unit animations, stuff like that. So uh, not quite the same scale as Warhammer, Total Warhammer, but uh, well, that's Creative Assembly. So yeah, I know, but it's still like a lot bigger scale than what they're kind of usually done in the last while. So uh, in the future, man, in future space fantasy, it's it's about smaller skirmishes, man. Man, it's about wargs. Wow! This, this definitely well. This definitely, definitely seems interesting in that um, Dawn of War two, which me and Ethan played quite a lot of, um, involved a lot of different factions and especially the Tyranids. And this specifically showed just orcs, just Eldar, and just um, the human empire. So the Space Marines. It, you know, obviously there could, there's plenty of room for other factions to jump in like in the original dawn of war they had the um the like the necro <coughs> the necro zombie dudes i can't remember what they're called the necro mongers the necromancers i can't remember what they're called in dawn of war 40k i don't follow that close enough but um yeah it definitely could be just those three which might make it a more simple three-way kind of starcraft style campaign and perhaps balance of the game. Who knows? Yep. Uh, we got this t- game. Uh, Ethan, you're, Ethan, by the way, you're also going underwater again. I'm not sure. Oh, no. You're going really, like, really bad. I'll, con- I'll, I'll continue from here. Okay. We got a game. Ethan, you reconnect. I'm going to go ahead and follow up. We've got Typo Man uh, from the Xbox One. It is a kind of a relaunch of a game that's already been out. It was out on the <coughs> Wii U for sure, and it's definitely been out on, I think, the PS4 as well. Um, this is called Type of Man Revised, I want to say. Yeah, so Type of Man is a game where you play a character, it's like a platformer, but you play a character who is made out of letters, and all the enemies made out of letters, and then you, like, you'll, there'll be big letters in the actual level you're playing, and you can, like, push them around or reorganize them to 
you know, open a door or activate a switch or what have you. This trailer <laughs> was like, let's make this game dark. It's like, even though I think it's, it's, like, it's, it's the exact same game. It's just got maybe some updated graphics or something like that, but it's definitely the exact same game. It's not changed. It's like, um, what's it's it's almost like limboish in ways, but it's also kind of um, yeah, I don't know, like Salt and Sanctuary, also sort of in that vein of like kind of dark two D art for and, sure. It, it looked neat. The trailer was definitely well cut and intriguing. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this game. Yeah, I mean, the the original game looked fun, but not. It didn't not blow. I played it Indicade way back when it was on Wii U was the, <laughs> the advertised console for it, and it looked fine. It didn't have a problem with it, but it uh, it's not necessarily like blow my mind and. It looks like again. It doesn't. It, it, I definitely recognize the cutscenes from this trailer. Is like this is definitely the same game. It's not like a brand new game or anything like that. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, it looks <laughs> looks fine. I mean, looks good. I, I think it looks but, pretty good, honestly. I, like, I was surprised yeah. by it, but but yeah, I don't know. I actually hadn't seen like any reviews for it or anything. So maybe I don't know. I mean, it's just it does look a lot limboy. So well, let's see. Uh, next, we have a Vertical Drop. Guys, uh, do you like phone games? Oh, yeah. <coughs> that was that this, phone uh, this looked, this looked uh, kind of booty. This looked so. bad. This looked not do good. Like, do you guys like phone games that are um, not, on, not on phones? Also, ooh, ooh, I'm going to comment because no one's seen this video before. I'm going to put first. First. Because this is a video with only 27 views. Um, not, no one's seen this trailer. Oh yes. Um, yeah, this this game doesn't look very good. It looks kind of bad. It's I don't even know what to describe it as. It's like a it's a vertical. It looks like a flash game. Dungeon. It, it looked like it was I think going I, for the behemoth style crawler. art, but didn't really I, pull it off. Yeah, I think I described it as a game that you play with arrow keys. Yes. Yes. That would probably be a fair assessment. I think that, like, you probably don't actually play it with arrow keys, but it definitely looked like a game that you play with arrow keys. If that makes sense to people who are... Anyone remember Newgrounds? Newgrounds.com? Do you guys remember that? Mm -hmm. Uh, Moving on. We'll move on to the next one. Mutant Football League. Gore trailer. Gore! Gore! So this is... I know there wasn't. There actually wasn't that much. Wasn't I, that I mean, much. there was, I mean, but I mean, sure, th- but there there was, but listen, I feel like we're just I, desensitized seen, at this point. I've seen more gore. I've seen better exactly. gore. This is okay. Gore. The, well, that's the thing. Is like okay, so the Mutant Football League is, I think, as Matt explained off the podcast. So we'll recount here. Um, basically, a kind of a re. Imagining of Mutant League football, which was a SNES and Sega Genesis football game in which you play as crazy skeleton mans and like orc looking troll kind of creatures and mutants. other other mutant like creatures in a football game where your players were very likely going to die in terrible ways by like stepping on mines that are in the field or getting hit with saw blades in the field or just maimed by other players and it was very popular because back then you put blood in a game and immediately Whoa. it's going to sell pretty much. 
the Mortal Kombat effect, essentially. <coughs> but I think there's still a contingent of people who have fond memories of that game, and they've been trying to, I think, bring it back for a while. And um, this is this is that latest attempt, it seems like. And this looked okay. Um, it looked very, uh, very dated. It looked like a PS2 game, in my opinion, but... Yeah, it did look very good, but, I mean, the idea is cool. Like, there's not enough of those arcade sports games, so... Exactly, like, I'm all for more, like, different takes on various sports games, like, playing the mar- like getting into the marketplace, like, obviously, one of my favorite, uh, sports games of the last few years, and, and I, what I'd consider the best baseball game is uh uh super mega baseball so that game's great great game very excited for that sequel to come out this year um so this so i'm I'm all for this game existing i'm not sure based on this trailer how good it's gonna be just because it looks a little rough it looks a little rough I understand that. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, see. let's see. What was the next one? In our list. Mother Gunship. Mother Gunship. This looked cool. This looked neat. Carter, talk about it. Okay, so uh, Mother Gunship is kind of imagine a sort of Quake, quake slash like Doom style. Uh, actually, probably more Quake than anything. First person shooter in which it takes place kind of in this... Uh, Honestly, honestly, I'm getting a lot of Quake vibes from this, and it's kind of almost a 3D bullet hell in that it'll sh- th- there's rockets kind of filling the screen with these sort of trails, and you're do- dodging in between them and shooting all this like uh, these robots up. You can customize your guns in ways that look kind of crazy, like you can have a gun that takes up half the screen with a rocket launcher on one side and a chain gun on the other side mm-hmm. and it just looked like it was uh it looked like it was pretty cool F- fast paced like fast moving quake slash series sam slash enter uh, the gungeon like, yes in some weird way like i don't know it was cool i like the i like the art style actually it didn't i didn't like it at first <coughs> yeah I, it, I it actually it I at first I was like, oh, this is, looks a little ugly, but I kind of warmed up to the to the the way. It's definitely going looked. for that. It's definitely going for that style of like a low poly count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, certain things looked like re- pretty good, like the like that one boss that kind of came up out of yeah, the, the lava. It, it's it's hard to describe. It's like neat. it's like a game that has pixel art, where it's like going for the sixteen bit style, but it would have never actually been possible on. <laughs> Super Nintendo or a Sega Genesis, you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like yeah, that. It's like the same kind of thing. This is, this is going for a like early two thousands esque three D style, but it, it clearly is more graphically intensive than you could possibly do on those early you know computer or console games. Yes. Uh, what else we got? Uh, next one drop is. Zone. Oh, by the way, I was saying Mother Gunship has a cool logo. Oh yeah, very very cool logo, very cool artwork on the not box art that is going to yes. be in the game. Drops um, drop so, zone. So, um, we are very excited to have this uh, RTS style game with the your hair. Your hair will be on fire through the action. It's that on, hair on, on fire 
type fun that we're just expecting from this game in which so this you game control has, a very as you can tell by our sharp sharp satire here this game has a uh, voiceover from probably the developers it doesn't actually ever say who's talking but uh, probably the developers explaining the kind of concept behind their game which is uh, if you combined like a MOBA with a more traditional RTS um, and so rather than it being like a five on five or three on three or what have you kind of situation, it's a one on one duel where each one person controls about three to five. It seems like three is the main number yeah. of characters and these characters seem to be like giant tank type creatures. Yeah. Similar it looks, to like an RTS type. It looks like, situation. like you'll have like you'll have a unit that's like a big kind of walking tank and then you'll have like a flying unit and then something else. And those configurations are probably either customizable or different depending on what character probably whatever you play as. Um, and so it looked like an interesting concept. I am not a huge fan of RTS and although I like the concept of MOBAs, I've never been one to really... Uh, engage with one too often, so I mean, it, it definitely doesn't didn't resonate it, that that well with me. It solves the issue with mobas. <laughs> the issue is your teammates suck, and it's all their fault. Now it's just you, and you suck, and it's all your fault, which is kind of nice. But like, <laughs> which is what the RTS was, though. Yeah, but you don't get the same type of gameplay, you know, as an RTS. So it kind of meets in the middle. It's it seems neat, but it also kind of looks kind of, I don't know, it looks kind of, uh, I don't know. It has that boba feel of, this looks complicated. This doesn't look, it doesn't have that, like, cool art style or anything either. It's just kind of, yeah, like, it's okay looking. It's just very, yeah. Uh, it looked, no, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to be as negative on it, but it definitely looked very generic. Like, the thing I thought was cool is that back in the day, I liked watching StarCraft Pro games. I thought, like, I could never play StarCraft level, and I was actually pretty bad at it and not interested in playing it, but watching it was pretty cool. And so I'm sure if this game does well, like, seeing people play this at a high skill level could be kind of cool. But, because it, it seems like there was character picking. Like, there was, you have three characters per team, so, like, you could definitely, like, be like, I'm going to pick these big, fat, tanky characters. I'm going to pick these, like, smaller, more, I don't know. Agile characters. I'm gonna pick these characters to do a lot of damage, but don't have many hit points. You know, you can definitely strategize. I'm sure the game trailer didn't really explain any of that, though. Is the problem? So it was not a good game trailer. It, yeah, it didn't really explain. And, and none of the people we've mentioned this during, when we were watching it. No, no one seemed excited. Like there's all these voiceovers from the developers or, or whoever it was. But <coughs> none, nobody was really like very like they're just like yes and this game uh, is very cool because you can do uh you can have three players play uh three characters play against three other characters yeah and i said it off the podcast like at first i was like oh this is interesting it's a it's like a it's a trailer where they like they don't just focus on like bombast and like showing what they probably deem as the most exciting parts of their game, they're actually going to try to talk a little bit about their design philosophy, but then it just kind of droned into a not very interesting trailer. So, wah, wah, wah. Moving on. Moving on to a very interesting trailer. Yes. Hidden Folks. Hidden Folks. Now, hey, let me just, like, break down a little bit here for you guys as three journalism majors here. Hidden folks, or should it just be hidden folk? 
Oh, mm. that's actually a good mm. question. Folk. Well, I mean, huh? <laughs> I guess I've hidden you. folk the sounds like is, the thing is you the, can get it confused with hidden folk, like hidden folk tales or something like that. Folks well, no, is like you I, know it's people. Well, but I'd say if it was perhaps grammatically were, correct, I like, think hidden folk is grammatically correct. I, I would say it would be if perhaps they were a homogenous group of people. Like they but these are, very diverse. Folk, <laughs> these are very diverse. These are very diverse hidden folks. Yeah, so they are so they're <laughs> hidden folks. They're individual. I don't know. It's probably it's, it's honestly probably hidden we, folk is probably the as, correct way. As, as we were watching this, we described this game as where's Waldo but animated and also with really weird characters and all the sound effects are done by somebody's like voice and Yeah, everything's no... everything's like a black and white sketch. And like drawn, like not yeah, just yeah, like yeah. sketches, like yeah, like, like visibly and, like drawn. And all the, so basically you're given like a little little man's to look for, like a like a a ranger, like a forest ranger to look for in a scene, or an alligator. Yeah, and then you have to kind of interact with the scene by clicking on different elements of it. to find the guy, like a Where's Waldo again, if it was a little bit more interactive. But the and best part is that every single thing you click on is makes a noise, and it's all voiced by, like, a si- one guy, yes, who's just going, like, Yeah, and then, like, some of the scenes they showed are, like, a single object on screen that you can, like, oh, it's, like, a house, like, a single house, and you can open the front door, and there's the dude, or, like, um, up on the blinds, there he is, right there in the window, and then, it, as the trailer went on, it got to these giant, large screens that have lots of characters on yeah. them, and lots of things. And you're looking for, like, 20 different guys on this one scene. Yeah. So... It was uh it looked really neat. Like as simple and as kind of like oh so it's like a it's like a picture finder game. <laughs> like as 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 simple as the concept sounds it it looks really fun in Seems action. Chill. It looks really cool. Yeah, it looks like just a neat game to unwind with. Maybe play with a group of people. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of fun. Again, like, Where's Waldo? I, I used to love the Where's Waldo books. I And I used to love them not even so much for searching for Waldo, but just, like, looking at all the cool, dumb little gags that were thrown into the, you know, the corners and things like that. Um, yeah, I I had, like, a, an X-Men, like find, like, find it book that, I used to love, which was these giant silly scenes, like, and you would try to find the different members of the X-Men in them or whatever. But then there was also, like, a long list of stuff that you would have to find, and I would always be like, screw that, I just want to find where the X-Men are. Yeah. I want to find yeah. the five keys. That's like that. that's like the bonus quest, like the, you know, in case you want to do it. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, I, I, I did it for the, just the cool, fun picture. I Spy? So. Did anybody used to watch? Yeah, man, I Spy. Uh, there's, there's an I Spy interactive PC game that I played back in the day. Oh, my God. It was like a, it was like a game. Like a, like a, but it, was just, it, was, it was just a static picture that you click on, click on stuff to find it. Oh. And then there's like a little narrator at the beginning like, you've got to find this, this, and this. Like that. I think it. I remember seeing that game a little bit, but I don't remember playing too much of it. Yeah, I don't remember it super well either. Anyway, this game seems cool. I like it a lot. I like the trailer. It's Word. A trailer. 
Looks great. Uh, moving on to our next game, Sumer. I didn't like this one. (laughs) You know what? Uh, I will say the idea of the game seems neat, except I don't know what the idea is. So, (laughs) so that makes any sense. I'm intrigued by being intrigued by the idea. Yeah, like I was like, okay, maybe because it's like. You're four people trying to appease this god by doing this thing, and it's like, oh, man, it's four players. You sit down with your friends, you go for this thing, and you play it, and you try to get to the best and see who wins. It's very Mario Party looking, and then it's just like, okay, like, so what's... Hard, I dropped my headphones. Oh. And then my it's just like, on the floor. what is the actual game? What is it? Yeah, like, so or like the, it has all the stuff surrounding, it but then it doesn't have the core. Like, this game was like four-player four player multiplayer fun, and then I'm like... Oh. But what is it? Yeah. But it's kind of like it looks like it's maybe Catan-ish, kinda? but like live, but like but like How? no turns, but like no turns. It looked like everyone was moving around the screen at once and yeah. Like you you're, you're and... trying you're trying to like impress the goddess the most and I'm sure that means like collecting the most resources basically. Stuff. So I'm sure that, that like getting the most grain or goats or whatever it have you. How you do that, or I don't what that means? Let's say jumping up and down and bringing us up to the top. I don't know. Yeah. Also, so the the art style is a, like a hieroglyphic art style, but it's kind of pulled off not as well. Uh, what was that game? As... What was that Greek? I can't game? remember what that game or was. Something? Uh, so like yeah. Opolis at the end. I don't remember what. It, I don't remember what it was. But also, this game kind of like, like I I don't mean to disparage it in this way, but it it. Exposed kind of how Apotheon, 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 and Apotheon looks amazing. Like uh-huh. Apotheon, I think part like, of that is, is the palette is only. It's going like, for a similar, yeah, that helps. Yeah, like the Apotheon. No, but Apotheon's got lots of colors going on it. Like, does it? I thought it yeah. only had two. Look at look at the look at Apotheon. Just Google Apotheon really quick, and uh, it, it definitely has more going for it than you think. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm. It's still like a very. It still has a color palette and sticks to uh, it. Yeah, it's definitely a palette. That's but the it's thing. More than, this game yeah. doesn't really seem to have a palette. It's well, just kind of like all different, the place. Yeah, but then different areas have different palettes too. Like there's a, there's a section of Pothian that I'm looking at is blue colored, blue and green colored. Yeah, but it's in a, underwater. It's sticking to those palettes as opposed to a. Blush. Yeah, but that that's not the same thing. Pothian looked amazing. Is yes, what I'm saying, and it, and it animated smoothly and didn't look all janky like this game kind of looks. Yeah, then that's fine. I mean, maybe this game's um, great, but it's not showing a good impression. Yeah, the trailer at least didn't sell. Some place called Gamers on Games said, play this game in Metopia, it's a solid game. So what do we Yeah, know? you know what? It's a four-player <laughs> game, and, I'll, and I'm willing to give things more of a pass if they're fun to play with people. That's yeah. for sure. And the game was definitely selling itself as, hey, play this with friends, play this with four players, it's going to be fun. Maybe it will be. Guys, Continue with the trailer trash. I will be right back. Okay. All right. But this is that game that looks crazy. No, Where Cards Fall is next. Oh, you're right. Never mind. Where Cards Fall is a game that also is not specifically defined as to necessarily what it is. But it looks like an adventure. Imagine cards making everything. like, Like. Houses. The world, like like playing cards, like they make all the houses out of playing cards, and it's kind of got this isometric perspective. Perspective that looks like 
kind of Transistor-esque slash maybe a little bit of Laura Croft Go, Hitman Go. Like Night in the Woods or something like that? I don't know. It has some strange. Not. It has. Um, it's really hard to tell if this weird. game has like a storyline or if it's just a bunch of puzzles. It says like it's, it's a coming kinda... of age story. We build houses of cars okay. and move through imagine puzzles. Story. So, a puzzle slash adventure game probably, and maybe a little bit of story in there as well. So, um, here's something that I think it didn't look neat. bad. It, it didn't look bad. I will say this, and it was also on iPad and phone, so it will be coming to like a touchscreen compatible. All format. of the cards have faces. They have little eyeballs. Why do they have eyeballs? Yes, I, I, I yeah, I noticed that. Why? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Question. And the, and like the human looking characters were not made out of cards at all. They were definitely very clearly poly, polygonal. And not everything colors. is made out of cards. Like the inside looks like it's made out of more Yeah, and the ground, the ground is like, you know, the ground and the road and all that kind of stuff are it was very hard to describe, but perhaps you should just click on the link yourself. Watch the trailer. We're at a loss for words. But the game that Ricardo's going to miss because he's not here oh, back you... is... Uh, yeah, say it. Say it. Oik OS Spiel. Oik Spiel Book. Oik um, Spiel Book book 1, please. Oh, yeah. Oik book. Spiel Book 1. Release trailer. Uh, because it, but it stands for Oik OS is what it stands for. And then Spiel is like Glockenspiel? I don't know. Um, this game. This game is from the composer of... Uh, what's the game that name of that game? I have that game. Uh, that Proteus. Game. Proteus. The name of the the composer of Proteus. And oh has, man, I came uh, back has, for this game. <laughs> ha- it has about as much of a through line as Proteus does, which means it makes no sense. Makes sense. Um, this game's weird, dude. It like breaks, it, like breaks. The trailer has like the game breaking in it. Like you can go under the world and like see everything. It's like what, what. There's also a gun that's fired, and then, like, it goes into a wall and makes a really weird bullet hole, and then it's uh, like, yeah. uh, okay. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening at all. Okay. There's a panther running with a flag or something like that. I don't know what's happening. This is important, guys, but uh, you guys should go to this website, which is the website for the game. It has, um, you can buy the game. And it has to estimate your annual household earnings, and it will change the price of how much the game is. <laughs> Which is very strange. So, like, if you have, earn $100,000 a year, you have to pay $50 what? for the game. But what? if you earn any less than that, you, you have to pay, how did, like, how can bucks. it know that you're lying? Well, you entered it. It says you estimate. You can estimate but your like, secondly earnings. If you're just a cheap, like, rich asshole, you can... Yes, it's, say it's, that... if you look at the site, you can tell it's kind of a joke. Uh, it also has music playing the entire joke. time, and it has, like, if you move your mouse really quick, it runs this, like, weird uh, windmill to earn energy. I don't know what this game this, is. This game is really hard to... Oh, wow. I'm... This is this is a very strange website I've stumbled upon. Uh... I'm going to get this oh game my gosh, and see what this is. This site is weird. This is a weird thing. Okay. We got to get off that because it's bad cod- podcast material, but go to that site. It's weird. It's strange. Also, you can click how many dogs. The, the game for me costs about like $6. Okay. Well, there you go. If you can backwards engineer that, folks, you'll know how much Matt makes. Man, Matt I know. I guess I shouldn't have said that out loud, but... Uh... <coughs> 
Wow, that that site is about as weird as that trailer was, and I can't really describe that trailer very well because it was it was bizarre. Because there was, it was nothing it was connected, nothing yeah. made sense. I'm downloading. Did you game. ever did you ever play Proteus U two? Uh, I don't even know what that is. When you guys wait, kept you wait, wait, it, wait, like, wait, 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 you're downloading this game? Yeah, it's free. It's not free. Free for me, bro. <laughs> Wait, what? So you make zero dollars? You make, you asshole. You're the asshole I just talked about. Well, I'm not a rich asshole. Listen, no, I'm going to check this game out. <laughs> wow, no, wow. What? No, 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 no. Someone made a game. You don't get to get it for free. It gives you the option to pay as you go. Maybe I'll pay oh, for it if you, I like it. You freaking. What? If I make less than, <laughs> how much do I make? Zero dollars. Okay, maybe I'll pitch in three dollars. You can't. You can't buy any games. Oh, shoot. Oh, you're right. Okay, he made a workaround for people like me who can't buy any games. Uh, I'm going to see what this game is. It seems weird. Let's check it out. People out there, if unless you actually make less than $5,000 per year, pay money for the damn game. Do it. Mm. Oh. Full Metal Furies is the next trailer. And then we're done. Remember, this is the final trailer. Thank you. Final trailer. It's over. It's got, uh, guys, the creators of Rogue Legacy made a new game. Uh, Looks pretty good. It is a beat 'em up style game. Although the tagline for the game is like not your not your normal beat 'em up or whatever. I can't remember what the actual tagline it actually is, but it is not a, normal. That not tagline. Yeah, <laughs> not not what you expect your beat 'em up game to be. <coughs> not my beat 'em up. This is like not your typical brawler. Not your typical brawler. Your typical this brawler. is the actual official tagline. And I thought this game was Full Metal Fury uh, Furries at the beginning. Yes, which would have been completely different. Definitely a very different thing. I thought Ricardo was trolling us again with his selections, but no way, no, no way. way. Uh, that, yes, that game is, um, pretty good looking. That game looks cool. Yeah. I think the yeah, thing is, it's... it looks like, uh, it, the thing that intrigued me was it looked like a normal kind of like, okay, this is like Castle Crashers type game where you're going through and you're getting money and probably leveling up your whatever specific character. But then at one point it popped out and was like, break the game. And I was like, what? And it seemed like there was some mechanics to, Either spend money or something to like make the game go act in weird ways that you don't really expect. Uh, for yeah, example. like there's lots of weird perspective changes and stuff in mm -hmm. here. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's pretty strange, but uh, I'm totally into it. Like, I think what was it the uh, what was that game called? Uh, Rogue Legacy. I like a lot of parts of that game. I especially like how it played. I didn't particularly like the progression system that much, but uh, the way it played and it felt was really good. So maybe we'll see how this goes with the uh, co-opness of it, because you know we're always up for more co-op type games. There's not many of those Indeed. around. For sure. It uh, that um, this game seems like it's a lot of fun with other players. Yes. Like yes. Uh, by yourself, like it had like a oh even if, you play, even if you play by yourself, you can switch characters and like there's like a mode for you and I'm like but still, which looked interesting. Still, it definitely didn't look bad. It didn't look terrible or anything like that. But it definitely didn't look 
as uh as entertaining or as interesting as um as uh, as playing with other people did oh absolutely not yeah absolutely not abzu absolutely not abzu absolutely not <laughs> all right I got nothing else. Yeah, we're done with that bit. <coughs> what is the winner, guys? There's so many. What is the winner? There's a Man. lot of good stuff on here this week. This is actually like surprising for like these last few weeks, at least. Yeah, definitely. Um, who wants to go first? Anyone got anything? I'm gonna go first. All right. I'm gonna say I really loved Hidden Folks. I really loved it. That's my that's my pick. Huh. Yeah. Okay. My thing about Hidden Folks is I think it was a good game. Shut up. I don't. It's not a debate. I think you pick yours. Is, I think it's, it's my favorite. You pick yours. Mm. But I don't think it's a good trailer. I think it's a better. I liked it. I, I boop, boop. there was a trailer boop, that I looked no, at. No, I thought it was. A, zoop, I thought boop, it was a good trailer. Boop, yeah, I guess you're right. At the end, it was. Zoop, it had boop, that uh, the, the crocodile, crocodile that was like. Uh, yeah, the crocodile at the end was pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, good trailer. Good trailer. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Because I'm looking at these other ones, and, like, Typo Man was actually a pretty good trailer, but still I'm, like, on the fence about it. Eh, nothing else really spoke to me. The Oaken Spiel book. That was a strange trailer, but that was not a... Didn't really sell me on the game. It was just like, eh, that's... That's a thing. Um, ah, yeah, I'll go with Hidden Folks as well. Hidden Folks and, uh... I really liked Full Metal Full Metal Fury. That looked like a really, really cool game. That definitely probably, like a game I would spend more time with than Hidden Folks. I was going to say, wrong, pr- probably out of these games, it's probably the game that I am most likely to uh, play. And I really but... liked Oikospiel as well. That As weird as that game looked, it, I definitely thought it was interesting. Yeah, and I, li- I, I liked Mother Gunship. I thought that yeah, looked cool. Yeah, totally. But, yeah, and Typo Man looked interesting too, too but I think... I will go with the with Hidden Folks as well. That was just a really strong trailer. Clear a clear winner on this on this round to this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, all the uh, yeah. This one we actually had uh, other than one or two. I think all of these games are pretty strong. Trailers it's very interesting this if anything. week. Um, but uh, Hidden Folks comes out the winner this week for this week's trailer trash. You can catch. More of our trailer trash decisions. If you want to listen to a previous episode that perhaps you haven't heard yet, on PixelLegends.com. And if you want to hear and subscribe, you can go to iTunes.com and search for the Pixel Podcast. You can find us online um, there. If you have your iTunes or uh, podcast app on your iPhone or uh, any other app that you can search for podcasts on, you can find it on there. Um, what else? You can go to our Twitter account, Pixel underscore Legends. We have a Facebook page as well. And we also have a YouTube page, uh, Pixel Legends with one L. PixelLegends.com with one L is also the name of the website. So check us out there if you haven't already. We'd appreciate any follows, likes, or subscribes, or what have you. We were talking beforehand about how we have comments on our YouTube page, and we were surprised people are watching your stuff. It's nice to hear. It's Absolutely. nice to hear. It's nice to hear Ricardo coughing. No, it's not nice to hear at all. I'm sorry that you're coughing. <laughs> uh, I hope that you get better. 
Everyone's everyone tweet at Ricardo at Kiko Mang lend Kiko underscore energy. Mang. Lend me your energy so I can make more boss plays in For Honor. Yeah, exactly. So he can do the spirit bomb. Got everyone's yes. gotta bomb. believe in him. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for listening today, and Ricardo. Yes. Take us away. Yesterday, all my troubles seemed so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Why she had to go, I don't know.